request that everybody stays calm at the current moment, for there is a zombie apocalypse currently happening on the West Coast. Do stay inside. Do not go out under any circumstances. If any zombies happen to get into your house, shoot them in the head or remove the head from... And welcome to another heart-stopping Paulcast, banned in seven states and the District of Columbia. Well, I hope you've all been doing well. And as a proud Buckeye fan today, I've got a kind of a tough thing ahead of me. See, my guest is a graduate of that university up north and got his MBA from Michigan State University. So it's going to take a lot of my energy to keep from screaming OH during this chat. Well, my guest today is Patrick Lynch. He's Pat Lynch. He goes by Pat. He is the president of Frontier Group, a human capital management and consulting firm that provides outplacement, executive search, and leadership development solutions for firms across the southeast of the United States. And he was previously part of the senior marketing team at George Pacific Craft and the Han Company, board member at, of Special Pops Tennis, a nonprofit that offers adaptive tennis uh, programs specifically designed uh, to to get people with intellectual disabilities engaged with the sport for life. He's also a longstanding member of the Tear Up or Tear Up program. I'm going to find that out in a minute, which way is the proper way to percent, pronounce that. And he also manages to fit in some additional volunteering time with Atlanta Sherm. Well, he pinged me about an idea to talk about whether outplacement services are still relevant to organizations. Now, me, I've never personally used those services. Maybe I should have. But he feels these services seem to be used less than in the past and have been reduced uh, by companies due to budget limitations. So let's get talking about everybody's favorite topic, which is looking for a job. Welcome, Pat, to the Paulcast. Well, hello, Paul. And yes, I um, I am gracious enough to spend some time with a Buckeye every once in a while. And I look forward to talking with you. I'm sure the the pain on your side of the of the microphone is as bad as mine. But uh, anyway, yeah. it's always it's a good rivalry, right? It's one of the best yes. in college sports, so it's good for that. So talk, I got a couple of quick questions before we get into the whole outplacement side of thing. Is is it tear up or tear up? No, it's actually year up. Year uh, up. Oh, I have a typo in here. Yeah, and uh, in year up, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's a tremendous uh, program where it uh, provides uh, internships. For at-risk minor- minority youth, and oh, wow. uh, it's a one-year program where uh, they they take in about thirty to fifty uh, uh, young men and women that are anywhere from eighteen to twenty-four. Uh, give them real intense coaching, and then place them into uh, real meaningful internships. And I uh, I serve as a mentor, and oh, great. Uh, one of my uh, uh, like right now, my mentee is doing an uh, internship at Salesforce.com, and so I meet with him on a weekly basis to make sure his experience is going well and that he's well on his way to a meaningful career. Great program. Anybody wants to look it up, please do so. Yeah, that sounds great. I apologize for getting it uh, screwed oh, no up problem. here in my typing here. <laughs> I typed in tear up. I was like, oh, okay. We'll have to get into that. So. All right, so you pinged me. You said, hey, outplacement service, not being used as much. Companies are cutting back. Talk to me a little bit about um, what – is that something that you're you're seeing um, uh, people just not using them because they don't want to or because they're not offered? Just kind of give me the, 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 the you know, 50,000-foot background on why you feel that way. Well, uh, what what uh, we see is that outplacement – to- Define that for the audience. It's uh, 
It's where organizations are in the unfortunate situation. They have to downsize, lay off people or, or end the employment of a specific individual. And uh, what they will then do is provide career transition services to help that individual move on to the next uh, step in their career, uh, namely find a, another job. Uh, they, what organizations will do is employ companies uh, like mine uh, to help these people. And uh, it's, you can imagine that, uh, you know, finding a, a job can be fairly involving depending on the individual, their sure. seniority, their, their work experience, et cetera. Uh, what happened back in uh, 2008, like uh, that organizations across the board were under so much cost pressure and ways that they were just uh, trying to uh, keep their margins healthy, to keep their business alive, that one of the uh, things that unfortunately started to get cut back more and more is them providing outplacement services to people that they have to unfortunately lay off. Uh, and it's kind of unfortunate because, you know, it does, it, it's one where these, the, the level of service provided by an organization to an individual, well, there, uh, it's one that you, uh, it helps in terms of getting them reemployed quicker, which is a, you know, a, a something that'll help reduce their cost, uh, in terms of unemployment. It helps their employ, employer brand, uh, because uh, now the organization is seen differently in that, yes, they did something that was a tough decision, but they took the extra step to help. And uh, it is one that it helps with the overall morale of the people that are still left with the organization because they see that the people that they were working side by side with yesterday are not just coldly thrown out on the street. Right. Now, you know, my, my first thought when I hear this story, you know, mm -hmm. is that we're almost uh, normalizing layoffs so that it's, it's um, you know, it used to be kind of a, and I say used to be because I've, I've got a few more years than the average person maybe, um, you know, layoffs was were a big deal. That was, uh, you know, that was, you know, frightening and, and life changing. And now it's almost like I see people that are on their third, fourth round of companies they've worked for that have had to go through layoffs. So are you seeing that as just have we normalized the process to the point where it's an easier decision for companies? Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, and, uh, Paul, you're right that it's been, uh, it, it's, it's been depersonalized in that, uh, I, like you, got, you know, been around for a while, and I, I can remember the first organization I was at when uh, I heard about these things taking place, and, and it was terrifying. And uh, I look at uh, what goes on these days, and it, it becomes almost routine. And, uh, and uh, there, the bad thing is that I think it, it – that it's become uh, organizations find it easier to ramp up and then ramp down, and there's a human impact to that, which sure. is tough. But the good thing is that people that are looking for jobs that are in transition, people I work with, they all uh, have uh, a much easier time explaining their situation to a potential uh, hiring manager because now they're not questioning whether they're you know there's something wrong with them, but they understand that businesses do what businesses do. 
they're you know they were just caught up in a in more often a cost some cost restructuring mm-hmm. and that they see them for the quality candidate that they are. Right. And I would imagine, unfortunately, that if I get in a company, as a, if I start out in the world and I'm, say, I'm in telecommunication sales just to have a chat, um, and then I get laid off, well, my natural reaction is to go back into that um, that vertical or in that job classification because that's where my experience is, right? right. But theoretically, the, the reason that that company originally let me go was because the marketplace was poor or they were doing poorly in the market, um, which means that I might just be jumping from company to company in a market that's always going to have this problem, and it's kind of self-fulfilling, huh? Absolutely. And uh, you raise you know, tele- telecom's a, a perfect example where, you know, there you have technology upheaval, you have just continual consolidation, one company buying another. Yeah. And uh, people that uh, are in telecom, yeah, they, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I want to get off this roller coaster. And, yeah. and that's where someone like myself, where we can help them because uh, that, that transfer and uh, that career pivot that somebody needs, uh, now they have to explain how their telecom experience is relevant in, uh, it's a software as a solution company. Well, that's, you know, that takes some, uh, you know, some, mm-hmm. some communication in terms of how to really be able to sell value. And, and that's, that's how we earn our bread and butter. So when I, you know, I have never, um, I have been laid off, but I've never taken mm-hmm. advantage of any kind of outplacement services, mostly because within, you know, a week or two, I was, I was employed again. I was lucky right. enough that I had a, big enough public and social I, I was luckily I spent some time on social media and people knew about me right. um, so I was kind of doing my 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 post layoff uh, work <laughs> yeah. pre layoff right. right but um, so I've never taken advantage of it now I know that the there's certain what are the elements of an outplacement service just so because I'm not even familiar with you know I got the box and I got the packet I set it aside figuring oh in a couple of weeks I'll get to that if it gets that you know desperate I, that's how I looked at it if it gets that right. desperate but I, you know I'm, I'm I'm feeling like maybe the better answer is don't make it look don't be that way about it there's more of a positive thing here so just give me kind of a background of what's included in a typical package when you talk about the whole outplacement side of the equation sure well we we'd start out getting to know the individual kind of what uh uh, an in-depth, in-depth conversation about their their work experience, their uh, the and in particular the uh, success and achievements that they've had in their career. Because uh, what happens in in that kind of conversation, learning all the achievements, that starts uh, giving us ideas in terms of how they can then sell that value to a, a, a new employer. Because too often what you see is a resume uh, and a LinkedIn profile that just talks about the job roles and responsibilities and doesn't really give any insight in terms of what they could do for a potential uh, mm-hmm. organization. So we spend a lot of time on on that part of it because then what we end up with is a that story that somebody can then carry forward into a resume into a LinkedIn profile, into uh, uh, any kind of their interviewing strategy. And uh, so then they once they have all the, the communication tools together, 
uh, we we uh, then approach it like a marketing project in terms of identifying uh, organizations that meet their career objective, try as best we can to find specific, you know, the direct contacts for uh, the as far as who would be the potential hiring manager, and then uh, draft uh, ways to directly reach out to those people because uh, as you know, as everyone knows, and you, you it's been extensively written about uh, uh, trying to do a job search where your sole means of doing it is applying to positions online can be really frustrating. You know, it's just, uh, you know, the, the success rate people have is, you know, at best one, you know, 25% of people find mm-hmm. positions that way. And so that leaves a great majority of people really, uh, you know, struggling to find that opportunity. So what we do is, try to give them a lot of other options and ways to uh, find that next, you know, that next job. So, you know, I'm, I'm listening to you and I, I almost get the feeling that that outplacement is kind of a, almost a three tier thing. It's kind of a, a life coach at the front end and then kind of a recruiter in the middle and then an agent at the end. Um, so you're really kind of covering a lot of bases there for somebody. Uh, do you, you have any, I mean, because I'm, you know, like I said, I set my packet aside and didn't bother with it. Is there, uh, you, you mentioned 25% as maybe a success rate. Do you, would, obviously you're going to be a little biased because this is a service you offer, but is there any statistics or data or, or even, you know, fairly strong anecdotal evidence that says if you take advantage of outplacement, you're a 50% more likely or, you know, your your time for unemployment is reduced by X. Is there any data around that at all? Do you know? Uh, uh, there is. It's 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 uh, yeah, it's it's not uh, it's it's a kind of a mix of uh, hard data that we yeah. collected and anecdotal. But uh, this, the, what we can say is that we'll we'll reduce uh, the search time for any given individual in half. So uh so if it's a you know somebody that's just an individual contributor who sure. expect to be searching for you know six weeks you know we can cut that in half to three a senior level mm-hmm. person that could very well expect uh, twelve to eighteen months will be able to you know cut that in half to you know anywhere from six to nine months right. uh, and it's because you have you know it's just you got a lot of additional arms and legs by working with, uh, you know, uh, an outplacement consultant that's that's helping you. Now there are people, you know, that are very well equipped to uh, conduct, you know, their own search. They they kind of intuitively, intuitively, or, or or by practice know how to uh, find successfully find a job, but. Uh, reality is most of us, you know, we focus on, on doing our job well and, and the work that we do. And, and when it comes to all of a sudden this whole thing about career transition, I, I find the most, it, it's even the most successful professional can, can really, you know, can really uh, struggle in terms of how to do this thing well. Well, you know, I, I know personally, and I think, again, the, the whole point of this podcast is, A, to help people just starting mm-hmm. out, but also to, to give people who listen in just some advice. And I know yeah. personally, the first time um, that I was laid off, and, and I know that um, I had been with the company almost 12, 
one time for 10 years and another time for 12 because yeah. I had left and come back. And I, that was the first time I'd ever have to go through that. And I felt so bad that I didn't really want to talk to anybody about yep. it. And I think there, you know, for some of us, you know, maybe with too much pride, but there is that stigma that doing this, the whole process is a bad idea is, is kind of, um, uh, not a bad idea, but a, um, you know, it's something to avoid. On the other hand, listening to you, I'm thinking, you know, if I had done that, would I have been packaging myself better earlier in my career kind of thing? Um, because I would have gone through that process of really identifying what is my work experience? How is that best package for consumption for somebody looking for work? How do I write a LinkedIn profile differently uh, that might do? So to me, it's almost like you'd be an idiot to not take advantage of this if it's offered versus letting your pride get in the way. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. And uh, there's, you know, with the, you, you mentioned earlier about, you know, that there's elements to it about and, and about the life coaching part. And, and uh, that is uh, something that we do. Now, we're not we don't want to do extensive hand holding or navel gazing, but right. uh, we're we're compassionate. And we we understand what people are going through. And uh, and that just getting that positive frame of mind is uh, so important in terms of just then with that you get the motivation uh that's the other part and i mentioned earlier about how uh, we focus on the achievements and and uh accomplishments of somebody uh in their career part of the reason you know one of the reasons is that they can self-value the other part of it that's real important is that many times people take uh they take what they've done for granted and they think True. Well, I grew my business 20% every year, uh, but that was, and I got a three on my performance rating because that's what the the KPI stated. But well, all of a sudden now you walk away from that and you look and you say, wow, I, I grew my, my business, you know, at a pretty, pretty good rate. And I, I achieved a lot of success and you start to see it in an entirely different frame. All of a sudden now there's, there's a, uh, a different uh, level of energy that they have, and it becomes uh, it becomes really, really uh, nice to see that when people really start to see that, yeah, I, I have a lot, uh, I can right. bring a lot to the table. You know, it's why I'm listening to you talk about that, and it brings up um, it's you know the I don't know if you've ever heard of the Dunning Kruger effect, but mm -hmm. uh, it's a cognitive bias where you know people who have little uh, ability. Uh, think they have a very superior approach, but people who are actually very good at their jobs and have excellent, uh, you know, are good at it, um, see themselves as lower in, in proficiency. And it's, I would imagine that it's a getting laid off, even if, if you're great at your job and you still get laid off, it would be kind of a double whammy, right? Because you, if you're really good at it, you don't think you are. Right. And you just got laid off. So that's validation that you were right. And the reality is the exact opposite. You could be one of the better performers and you need to be able to, 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 you know, really think that through. So there's some real negative psychology around this whole, you know, getting laid off and then having to reach out for help. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, you're right, uh, in terms of just that whole thing that you, you just had, you know, it's a, it's a lot of that is just, you know, changing, uh, changing the mindset and then, the you know the uh, the other part in terms of uh, uh, things that we deal with, uh, with on a personal level 
is that you know we always hear about so much uh, of job search is around networking and building your network and and the minute uh, I get into conversations and my team does with with candidates about that you'll you'll see that that 30 to 40 percent of the audience that's that that rank on some level of introversion that yeah. you, they have that look of panic in their eye, in their eyes because it's like oh no now they're gonna they're they're gonna be telling me I got to go into these crowded rooms and shake hands kiss babies yeah. <laughs> call, cold call people it's like you know God I you know and and uh, we we have to work with with them in explaining uh, just that the the genuine process the natural process of how you can sure. network and build relationships and, and do it on your own terms that will work for you. And and I, I find that whole dynamic real interesting in what we do as well. So I want to make sure we don't spend too much time because yeah. I like to you know make sure that we get this, keep these under roughly 20 minutes because of the sure. normal, normal commute in America. Yeah. Um, and I frankly don't think I'm that interesting for people to listen longer than 20. But um, so tell me – what would you say are the top, and let's just make it easy, top two things, somebody who, uh, other than taking advantage, I mean, I'm going to give you taking advantage of the outplacement services, right. right? That's number one. But the next two, so, so we get a total of three. What are the next two things you would want to make sure everybody who has had the um, experience of mm-hmm. being out outsourced, outplaced, whatever we want to call it? Right. What are the, what are the two things after taking advantage of the outplacement packaging? Yeah, uh, one is that uh, uh, is that don't keep it a secret, you know, and mm-hmm. that that's tough. Uh, yep, but yep. but it's that people can't help you if they don't know you need help. So you really have to get uh, out there, get outside of yourself, uh, you know, and start to let people know. And it's not going there with a hat in hand, and you know, oh, and you know, f- help, please help me find work. But you. Uh, in a positive way, just need to get that message out that you're looking for a, a new opportunity. And it's amazing how many people will step forward and want to help you. So that's a, a, that's a, bit, a, yeah. a very that's big part. And then the other is that you have to recognize that uh, finding a new opportunity is a full-time job and, uh, and that uh, you really will, uh, you need to commit the time and energy to get this thing done right. So yeah. it's not just two hours in the morning knocking out online applications and you, uh, and you think that you're going to quickly find success. It, it takes a lot more than that. Yeah, I would agree with you. I love those two. So, you know, take advantage of the outplacement. Make sure you tell people that you're looking because obviously you said nobody can help you if they don't know you need help. And finally, just uh, make it a full-time job and, and really focus on it. Uh, I think those things apply – except for maybe the first one to anybody, even just starting out. I know I had that conversation with my son when he started looking is that, Hey, don't expect this stuff to fall in your lap. You know, go out, talk to people, get your link. You know, he's in college. He didn't have a LinkedIn profile. You had right. to help him with that. But anyway, so it still applies there. So Patrick, let me wrap up. Why don't you take a few seconds, tell people how they can get a hold of you, where you are on the web, where you are in IRL in real life. Yeah, where you, where you are on the Twitters. Why don't you give us your your deets, <laughs> whole, as the they whole say? Bang. Well, uh, yeah, uh, you know we're uh, the Frontier Group. We're uh, located in Atlanta, Georgia, in probably as Atlanta 
an address as you can find, which is uh, uh, 5425 Peachtree Parkway yeah. in yeah. Peachtree yeah. Corners, there Georgia. So that's a uh, uh, phone number, 678-906-4113. Our website's uh, www.frontiergroupusa.com. Uh, just uh, reach out. Uh, you know, I'm on uh, uh, LinkedIn. You can find me as you know through Pat, Patrick Lynch, the Frontier Group. Uh, you know, I post regularly. Uh, uh, so if you want to follow, uh, just wrote a blog today on the end, the decline of the baronial CEO, and I'll let the uh, listeners go look that up. Yeah, I saw that right when I was you know <laughs> multitasking here as we were right. listening. I saw that post on my LinkedIn feed. So great! I'll put all that also when I put this up on the web. I'll put a little article in there with it awesome. uh, when we post it for that, and I'll include all those links. So Patrick, again, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate you reaching out and jumping online here. Uh, thank you, Paul. Take care. All right, you too. 